Welcome to Not Sure This Matters with Matt Nolan. And it's not Tuesday, it's Wednesday, Miranda. Hump day. Hump day. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Hey, um, I got to jump right into this because it drove me nuts. Yesterday, I'm in line at Walgreens. Uh-huh. And guess who was behind me? Um, A woman with her dog. Non-service animal. Just living her best life. Little? No. Like a regular sized dog. Is there anything more obnoxious? Was she was the dog like in a carrier? No, it was like a like a dog. On a leash? Yeah. At Walgreens? At Walgreens. It in mu- line. It must have been a service animal. Not a service animal. Well, how come no one said anything? Because people just ignore it now. It's too commonplace. What yeah. about like people at uh you've been to Home Depot? Sure. People just walk in there with their dogs. Okay, so Home Depot, because it's like a warehouse setting. You mean like the the way it's set up? Yeah, like it's in like a gigantic warehouse. Not what they sell, but like actually when you walk in the building. Right. Yeah. I think that there's like a much higher tolerance for dogs there. Tolerance from whom? I mean, it's like okay, like it's, it's not okay. Big there's a sign space. on the door at at uh, Home Depot that says no dogs. Huh. I've searched. I've looked before. What if your dog's in your in your grocery cart in your cart? There's no there's nothing you're gonna say right now other than service animal <laughs> that I'm gonna be like, oh, that dog is allowed. Walgreens, not size, not behavior, nothing. Walgreens surprises me because it like kind of feels like a medical setting. You know, sure. like you're like go you could be going to re- refill prescriptions and that kind of like thing. Or it's like a retail store and it's not for animals, you know, because they don't have any money and they don't shop for themselves. <laughs> it's insane. She should have been asked to leave. But nobody will say anything anymore. Same thing with the uh, the dogs on an airplane. So, Are we out of our fucking minds? Okay, but the dogs on the airplane, I mean, that has a t- complete policy around it. Okay, which is also absurd. Like that you can be of a certain size and then you can be like, you can bring your dog and you can put him in a carrier and he I can don't, do certain things. Look, Miranda, I don't, I understand people love pets. I get it. I don't. So I'm biased. But I'm a human. I perform human tasks. I I attend human functions. I go to human places. Dogs aren't humans. They therefore don't belong in these places. They're, they're, they're fucking wild animals. It could take a shit. It could take a piss. It could bark. It could bite. It could do any of those things. I don't care how domesticated your animal is. It's an animal. Yeah. It's an animal. I think like for the airplanes that it's it's not this idea that like, you're bringing your dog on an airplane for fun all the time. It's that like you're making some kind of like move or transition where your animal needs to like also get there and this is how they can get there. My friend took a flight to Puerto Rico and he brought the dog because he couldn't afford doggy daycare. And Does it that was, fit you know, that mold? I, I mean, I just don't really think that that dog on the airplane is bothering you, Matt. It is bothering me. <laughs> It's a dog on an airplane. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with it. All right, fine. In Walgreens? Um, I'm surprised that it was overlooked at Walgreens. My friend Spencer stepped in dog shit inside a Walgreens, and he got so upset that they threw him out. Yeah, that feels, um, yeah, that shouldn't have happened. Coincidentally, he also stepped in dog shit in the courtyard at the high school, and there are no dogs there. He's not a very good looker. He's a dog step shitter on her. Yeah. Good guy, though. Proud of him. Anyway, uh, any fact checks from yesterday? Okay, so this is my favorite thing to do when I like give you a fact check answer, and then the next day I have to follow up with like more. Follow up fact check, fact check. 
Yeah. I have one of those. That's when my math's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you like them. So um, it was the word vestigial. Vestigial? vestigial? Yeah. Is it actually related to body parts only? Right. So um, it is not related to body parts only. You know, it, it is of a body part or organ remaining in a form that is small or imperfectly developed and not able to function, that it's no longer necessary when it's talking about biology. Yes. But you can also use it in a non-like body way. I call the duvet cover vestigial. Right. And I think that that's fine. So it like the sentence they gave was remaining as the last small part of something that existed before before. So um they said like it's held That's not a, I mean that's the definition. Right, but but talking about not a body part. So like the so example it, they gave is it's held in the gold room of a stigil ballroom of the kind that every downtown hotel uses for banquets and conventions. So it's interesting. The way I used it, 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 it has a purpose that predates its current use. So therefore, a duvet cover is not vestigial. Right. You, in your opinion, it is. But it's not like it like lost its like... Well, well in the... It was never. It was never necessary. It was never commonplace, mm-hmm. right? It's just. It's just a. It's a product that was designed for a specific use, and I think it doesn't need to exist. Yeah. Versus a ballroom or a tailbone. Yeah. Right. That's interesting. How would you mean that's not fun? That's so, a fun fact check. So fun. Yeah, I'm excited. That's a good one. What else you got? That was it. Oh, so let's move on from there. Great. I got two maths bads. In yesterday's pod, I was trying to refer to. Something that was owned by a friend of mine. So I said a friend of mine's, I forget what it was, but like a friend of mine's notebook. Uh-huh. And then as I heard it, I'm not sure that that's the right way to say the possessive noun. A friend of mine's, it's not like cul-de-sac. It's not, it's not friends of mine notebook. My friend's notebook. I, right. I, I wonder if I wonder if grammatically you have to rearrange that whole sentence. Yeah. Is M I N E apostrophe S the appropriate way to say to show possession of mine? It's got to be wrong. It's got to be wrong. Yeah. It sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? Um, yeah. And it's interesting. So my daughter picked up instead of like, oh, that's mine. Uh huh. She said that's mine's. Uh huh. So a lot. I guess a lot of people say that. I I I never heard. I had never heard it. And then she picked it up at school somewhere, and we we tried to correct it. She's gotten better in time, but it's it's pretty commonplace, pretty popular. I want to say ubiquitous, but I'm not. Well, and I I mean when they're f- it's like slang when they're f- when they're four and five. I it's like I I love listening to their language development at this age because okay. they're just like talking more and more, and they're starting to use big words and yeah. like. And I don't know if she picked it up from somewhere. I think it just like hasn't like clicked in her head yet. Oh, like that's just. Yeah, it's just like what she's saying. In her saying. mind, that's the right word to say? Right, yeah. Oh. I don't think it's I didn't necessarily think of it that like, way. yeah. I, think I guess it, I just assumed any word she heard was anything she said she had heard somewhere else. I mean, she sure. She doesn't make words up. But then they- Well, but, except to Chardelaine, her new baby. Oh, <laughs> 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 it's a good one, Chardelaine. Yeah. It's like an adaptation from Bluey. We get a lot of shout outs to Bluey on this show. I know. Ellie, we, that could be our first sponsor. Bluey? Bluey. I don't- I don't know if we're like quite there. I don't want to say full circle, but our biggest fan base happens to be in Australia. There's exactly two people in Australia that listen to it. Right. So, um, and it's an Australian show. And they might that know we shout out the Bluey people. Maybe. Just an idea. 
Find out more about Bluey. Let's get a contact at Bluey. Um, Send him a copy of the pod. Elliot does this thing where he like pretends to be a cat, like he'll like transform into like cat form. Yeah. And he like, super cat. <laughs> right. And he like names himself Crookus. All right. Crookus the cat. <laughs> right. Do you have a cape or anything? No, he just like all of a sudden he'll like do like a double blink and then he'll start like walking like a cat and like on all fours. Um, yeah, or like he's on the couch a lot, so he'll like <laughs> do this like little circle around thing where he's like. Anyway, but it just made me think of how they come up with like absurd names that are like kind of good. Crookus. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty good. Uh, my second was, and it's going to lead into a further discussion. Oh, perfect. I was, I told the story about an exchange I had with my daughter's program manager, with the before care teacher, whatever she is. And I was trying to describe her and I used the word short. Is the word short to describe somebody offensive? No. I'm short. Okay. Are you short? I, I think so. I'm five three. Okay. Um I and no, I if someone described me like that, I don't know. I guess there's like I guess ni- I guess small. What? I don't know. I it doesn't it doesn't offend me. So As a woman. I, I think I'm short. But what about if you were a man? I know it has more negative connotation. You think it does? Sure, yeah. Okay. What about uh tall? Uh people love no, tall's good, right? Man, male and female? Oh, I see. Like sometimes being a tall girl can be difficult. I'm asking. Um, yeah, I guess it's like okay to be short, yeah, if you're a girl, but not okay to be tall. Thin. Um, I mean, if someone called me thin, I would like it. Okay. Imagine let's let's pose the hypothetical. You have to describe somebody to somebody else. Yeah. Okay. Would you use the word thin? Mm. About a woman. Yeah. Would you use the word thin about a man? Yeah. Heavy. I mean, I think heavy is okay. Not offensive. It, I mean, if you you like ha- if you're like describing someone, like they're yeah. meeting someone at the mall, okay. and you need to like tell them what the person looks oh, like. Oh, the the girl you're meeting is she's yeah. brown hair and she's heavy. Right. Okay, you feel great about that. I mean, I. Would you use that word to describe someone to themselves? I was like, hey, Miranda, describe me. Yeah. You'd be like, Matt's got brown hair, he's got a big nose, and he's heavy. No, I wouldn't say that. Why not? Because I wouldn't want to hurt your feelings. So you do think heavy is offensive? Um, I, Yeah, I think it can hurt someone's feelings. Okay. That's not what you just said, but that's good. I like it. I dig it, and I agree. No, so I was imagining that I was like not describing to their face. I was like telling the person meeting them at the mall. I understand. Yeah. So I just wondered, in even... If you're describing somebody, are you more likely to use words that may be more descriptive but can also be offensive if they're not in the room? And if so, why? Right. There's got to be a way around it. Well, we could just use, like, hair, skin color. Well, that's my next one. Uh-huh. Dark-skinned. I think it's fine. Light-skinned. Yeah, I think it's just, like, explaining their skin tone. Fair-skinned. It's okay. Pale. I mean, some people are pale. I understand that. But yeah, I feel would like you describe me as pale face. to my face? Right, you would hate it. Would you do it? You'd be like, I'm pale today, and you'd be fired. Like, go play golf for four hours yeah. with no sunscreen. Actually, I just go to Tommy standing for five minutes and just nip that in the bud. Don't. Tell Nevertheless, him. so fair, so pale, no go. I could see it. I could see it not feeling complimentary. Bulky. Mm. Yeah, bulky's tough. Huge. 
Uh, I feel like huge only works if it's like a bodybuilder and he likes it. So muscular? Uh-huh. Same? Sure. Harry. Harry's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Would you describe, <laughs> would you describe a person as Harry? Uh, Let's start with a woman. Yeah, it's not very nice to say someone's like Harry. What about a, a man? A hairy guy. Uh, probably not. Not offensive? Or you wouldn't do it? Uh, I think it's a little offensive. Cute. Cute. All right, this is something that's kind of like minimizing or like you're making someone like younger. I don't know. I use the word cute a would, lot. So would you, if somebody described you as cute, would you be okay with it? Yeah. I'd be would you be like, with I'm a woman. I'm, I can't be cute. I'm not small. No, I'd be like, thanks. All right. <laughs> Freckly. I feel like when we were growing up, yeah. like in middle school or whatever, that w- it was like, oh, I think he's cute. Like that was a word that we, like our generation used. Oh, uh, you don't think that's. You think it's it's age specific, or you think it's generational? No, I'm saying I think I don't mind that word because of like it was it was used in a good way when we were little. Don't you feel like saying someone was a boy was cute was like an ultimate compliment? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I grew up in I grew up in Sojo. You grew up in Connecticut, so I don't know. Sojo on your own, like gotcha. Fancy words. I mean, yeah, I said girls were cute. Not a lot of boys were cute, but I'm. I guess my question is: Are you saying that people our age said the word cute? When we were younger, and therefore we're more prone to say as we're older, or people of that age use the word cute? I'm saying that when you asked me if I would be offended if someone called me cute, I think I said no because I that word's like a nice word for me. What about freckly? Okay, I love freckles, so I'm fine with it. Big eyes. Yeah, that's okay. Big teeth. Big teeth is tricky. Okay. Problem? <laughs> I mean, right? It sounds like you're like saying someone has horse teeth if you say their teeth are big. I don't know. You could say they're having alien eyes if you say have big eyes. I know, but people, I, for some reason, I think big eyes are like, ooh. Okay. Big boobs. Big boobs. Okay. So what's the context? Oh, this is, uh, this is my <laughs> wife and she's got brown hair, big teeth, and big boobs. Yeah. Feels a little too, a little too intimate. A little, little TMI, yeah? Yeah. Even though it's a good descriptor, my wife sounds hot. <laughs> Lean. Lean's a good one. Little. Little. Um, if I was described as little, I would like it. And it's like all my social conditioning as a girl to think that like little is good. Okay. What about yeah. big? Big. Um, yeah, I think big's okay unless you're talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a pass. (laughs) All right. Elephant in the room. Cards on the table. Tell us what happened. What? Speech pathologist. Book club. Last week. Oh, um, so she wasn't there. What? She didn't come. What's her phone number? Let's get her on the Bluetooth. I know. She's just, she didn't come, Matt. So I don't have a follow up. That segment died. Yeah. Moving on, I guess. You want me to talk about something else? You want it to be my turn? You want me to come up with a combo? No, I'm saying we could call her. Nope. It just seems weird that we're just letting it just letting it die. Feels like me really trying to make it die. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a red light this morning in front of Home Depot, and it's one of those intersections where the the people on the other side, so it's a four-way intersection, and the people across, it's a big a big turning intersection. Yes. So they get an arrow, right. two-lane arrow to turn left. Uh-huh. And it's very popular, and I was there at a very popular time of day. I was there, like, you know, as school was getting in, people were going to work. It was, like, whatever it was, 7.30, 7.45. Uh, 
And I knew it was going to happen. So I'm not saying this because I was surprised that people did it. Uh-huh. But, so I'm on the side where people, there's not a huge line of people turning. But I'm going to go. I'm, tur- I'm going in the direction that you they're going to go. I'm going right. I'm going to go right, which I can do on red and or when it turns green. Mm-hmm. And their arrow to turn left happens before my light turns green, naturally. So green, people are going, people are going. And then my light turns green. So their green arrow has now turned red. Three more cars went. Ooh. Okay. So and it's not just the the one human in the intersection still. No, no, no. Right. Red car, car, car. It's so egregious. It's so egregious. Are they are they pickup trucks? Do you think they're contractors? No, these are regular people. The last one in line was a college girl because I like laughed and waved at her. Like I mean. One car, eh, all right, didn't catch it, but like he'd already started to go, so he kept going. Second car, it's because it's so common in that particular intersection. It's almost like a given that there at least one, two, maybe three cars are going to run this red light. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm from the area, so I expected it. I still think it's egregious and ridiculous, but I was expecting it. Yeah. Here's my question. My sister-in-law lives in Australia, uh-huh. okay? When she's on the highway and she's speeding, when she breaches of i think it's 65 whatever the limit is and it's kill it's it's different kilometers. there kilometers per hour she gets a ticket in the mail and at one point she had gotten two tickets for speeding she never got pulled over she got two tickets in the mail from cameras catching her going over the speeding limit okay she got two tickets in the mail and if she were to get a third she would have had her license suspended whoa having never had an interaction with the police yeah here's my question what if those intersections had that camera? Uh-huh. Now, I'm not the most law-abiding driver. I, I'm not. I, I admit to it. I understand that. I'm not a red light goer through her, okay, which is maybe why I'm so I'm so fired why up this, this morning. Gets, yeah. But it, that's just that's an example of many instances where perhaps a camera would do the justice necessary speeding. My question is, what is the harm with that? Is that not better? If the speed limit is 65, shouldn't people be driving 65? Like, and if they're not, they're penalized? Like, if the red light turns red, aren't you supposed to stop? So people at that intersection that aren't from the neighborhood, that haven't been there a thousand times before, see the light turn green and they just drive, they would have been fucking murdered. Uh-huh. Three cars, full speed, went right through it because they do it every day. So they didn't even slow down to see. It wasn't like, oh, let me try to catch it. They were going to go. They could have killed somebody. So you're asking about like the, the robot regulation having sure. these like cameras and stuff. Big brother. Yeah. Um I think it's interesting how she it's not just like a fine consequence that like if she did it the third time her her license would be taken away. You lose your right to drive. Right. That it's like it's not like you can be like You are incapable of following the rules, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you can't drive. Right. And you could see how it would really change people's behavior right and it's like that whole concept of like in a in like a jailhouse and like a jail yard that if there's like a tower yeah like that you they don't actually know if there's someone in the tower at all times but like the presence right it like like impacts behavior definitely and so right you don't know how often these like cameras and robots are. yeah i mean if you want to take that even to a deeper level you hope you you teach your children well enough where they kind of always feel like their parents are watching them so they don't do something bad. 
Right. Or like that's like can be the concept of God too. Sure. This yeah. isn't a religious show, Miranda. Okay. So sure. Um, yeah. I would be okay with if in the United States we had cameras that give us tickets. I think I would be too. Yeah. And that's weird for me to say considering how many times I've transgressed the law. Mm-hmm. But to the point of the podcast pretty often, I don't think we can live in a world of exception. Yeah. And that intersection today was like, you know what? What the fuck? Yeah. Like they, she could have killed somebody and she wasn't from around here. She was like a Quinnipiac student. She had New Jersey plates and oh, she had Jersey plates. And she, I mean, and I waved at her like laughing, like, and she was like, of course I turned left on yeah. red. Everybody she, does. She's like, I don't want to, she's like, you don't need to be yelling at me. So when you see like a, um, like a traffic light mm-hmm. and you can see the camera there. Did you ever notice that there's like cameras on like, they're usually newer traffic lights, newer intersections. I have not noticed. Um, Like right there, there's one. You can look. I But I, I don't, I'm not sure what that camera's doing. Are I you think, sure it's a camera? It could be counting cars. Oh. I thought it was like a camera. Counting cars. But it wasn't, it Dishwala. wasn't going to yell at, yeah, I get it. it Come wasn't, on, Dita. <laughs> just sing us one note. I, 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 I'm not, I know what you're talking about, but okay. I can't think of the song. Okay, so tell me that camera thing is because I'd really love to meet her. I thought it's just there if you need it. Like if there's a traffic accident, they can go back and they can like look up that footage and like reference it. Could be. I I actually don't know the answer to it. But I I don't know anyone who's gotten a ticket in the mail in the U.S. from a robot. Other than uh, tollbooths, right? Right, and that's not necessarily like even a ticket. It's like there's certain states that no longer have toll booth like yeah. collection. So you, if you don't have the Easy Pass, you get like you get mailed. I have to assume if Australia can set up the infrastructure to ticket people on the highway, mm-hmm. the United States can do some version of that. Yeah, I don't see the downside. I hear you. So let's look into it. Uh, tomorrow's the member guest preview pod. I don't know how we're going to make it entertaining to anybody other than uh, Warren, myself, and maybe one or two other people. But fuck it. We're going to do it anyway. I think it'll be good. It'll be like a little, like, uh, like a tradition, like. A tradition unlike any other. Yeah. All right. Till next time. Sounds good.